Good morning and welcome to the Proactive IT Cybersecurity Daily number 29. It is Monday, December 23rd. I am your host, Scott Gumbar, and say hello, old friend. This podcast is brought to you by Nuage Tech, a client-focused and security-minded IT consultant based in Central Connecticut. You can visit us at nuagetech.com. That's N-W-A-J-Tech.com. All right, first up, some good news for you Apple fanboys. Apple's bug, bunny, bug bounty opens for business. There will be up to $1 million payouts. So Apple has officially opened its invite-only private bug bounty program to the public. You can earn bounties up to $1 million. To earn the $1 million bounty, you will need to provide a working zero-click exploit with full kernel execution and persistence on Apple's latest devices. Other requirements will also need to be met. You can get the full details on the, the Apple's uh Uh, news release there are other bounties between 25,000 and 500,000 for vulnerabilities in Macs iOS devices and Apple TVs ranging in compromises of lack or sorry lock screen bypass or iCloud account access and other attacks so if you're interested in making some money and feel you can crack or hack any Apple devices then there's your opportunity There is nothing quite like thinking you're recording an entire episode only to realize you didn't. All right, so next piece of news. Um, Three different POS devices, three different POS systems compromised, all reported on the same day. But uh, you may have heard about Wawa. Wawa is a nationwide chain of convenience stores. Their POSs were compromised back on March 4th, 2019. This is all on bleepingcomputer.com, by the way. Um, so Wawa was compromised, a bunch of credit card details were, were, were stolen. Um, pin numbers were not impacted, nor was CVV. CVV is the three digit code for most credit cards, the three digit code on the back that, um, I don't have the numbers here in front of me, but it was a, a large number of cards. It was at the coffee shops and in the gas pumps and in the food market itself. Islands Restaurant, the number of Islands Restaurant impacted by the POS malware incident disclosed on the same day as Wawa is 60. Most of those were in California, but a few were in Arizona, Hawaii, and Nevada. Restaurant was alerted of potential payment card issue, and an investigation revealed that it was a reason for concern. Not all devices in all restaurants were compromised. Um, they were compromised beginning February 13th and lasted until September 27th. So if you've been to Island Restaurants, you may want to check to see if your accounts are secure um and also champagne french bakery restaurant announced the data breach on the same day as wawa but details are different they were also compromised on february 13th (coughs) which makes me wonder if this is potentially the same pos devices being used then they all and this continued until september 27th as well So I wonder if these are the same POS devices across all three merchants. Um, Following information was exposed, cardholder name, card number, expiration date, internal verification code. Also, the malware did not always identify the owner's name in the payment card info, something that Islands also mentioned in their disclosure. So it sounds like the same attack, potentially the same POS. A lot of similarities there to to not be the same. Uh, Dropbox. Dropbox zero day exp- uh, zero day of vulnerability 
Uh, there is currently a zero-day vulnerability for Dropbox on Windows that allows attackers to gain permissions typically reserved for system. This is the most privileged account on Windows. Dropbox has not released a patch for this zero-day vulnerability, but Opatch has released a temporary fix. So if you use Dropbox on Windows, go over to Opatch, get the temporary fix, install it, and you're good to go until Dropbox releases a more permanent fix. Cisco on bleeping computers. Cisco security appliances targeted for DOS attacks via old uh, old bug. Critical vulnerability fixed in mid-2018 has been resurrected. Recently in denial of service and information disclosure attempts against Cisco's appliances, adaptive security, ASA for short, and firepower. The company is issuing a warning to its customers, urging them to follow recommendation for proper mitigation actions. This is tracked as CVE 2018-0296. And the vulnerability can be leveraged by an unauthenticated remote attacker to cause the appliance to reload by simply sending it a crafted HTTP request. So if you have a Cisco um, adaptive security appliance or a firepower, uh, you're going to want to mitigate whether that's patching or some other type of mitigation. You'll need to head over to the Cisco site to get details of what the mitigation steps are. Or you can go bleeping this article is on bleeping computer, so it gives you some information on there. Also bleeping computer, PayPal phishing attack promises to secure accounts but steals everything. So yet again, an old old uh, attack, new, new routine, PayPal. PayPal is one of the oldest phishing, one of the earliest phishing attacks I can recall. And um, so attackers are sending a, an email message that says unusual activity alerts warning them of suspicious logins from unknown devices and attempting to squeeze them of all of their credentials and financial info. As the ESET researchers have spotted, these attacks discovered, the fishers are attempting to trick users into handing over considerably more than only their access credentials to the payment service. So essentially, they're trying to scare you. They're using emotion to play victims. Sounds like it might be working a little bit. So the the best things to do, first of all, turn on two-factor authentication. PayPal doesn't, last I checked, I've had it on for a while. So PayPal doesn't make it obvious how to turn on two-factor authentication. I'm not sure why. They also only use SMS at this point. Also not sure why. Um, the other thing, make sure instead of clicking on any links in email, you go straight to paypal.com and log in from there. And any messages you got in your email, you will also have notifications for in your PayPal account. That is uh, top right. You'll see, you know, the usual stuff, the red numbers. Finally, on bleeping computers, Windows remote desktop services used for fileless malware attacks. So yet another common threat vector. Threat actors breaching company networks are deploying a cornucopia of malware over the remote desktop protocol without leaving a trace on target hosts. Cryptocurrency Miners, info stealers, and ransomware are executed in RAM using remote connection, which also serves for exfiltrating useful information about compromised machines. So they're really pulling down all the system information about the machines that they connect to and uh, sure cataloging it somewhere. Um, but mo most importantly, remote desktop being exposed again. Recommendations use remote desktop over VPN. There are services out there that can secure your remote de desktop even further. Um, avoid remote desktop services and turn it off on any computer computers that are not that it's not being used on avoid using it if you don't need it 
don't do it over public internet. If you're going to use it internally, you know, make sure it's blocked externally. Block 3389 uh, on your network externally. Um, so, the, so that's going to do it for today's episode of the Cybersecurity Daily. Until tomorrow, stay secure.